In this name, there's peace. In this name, there's deliverance. He, the Father, gave him the name that's above every name. <laughs> every name that exists got to bow down to the name of Jesus. Whether it's money, money is a name. Whether it's fear, fear is a name. It had to bow down to the name of Jesus. It's the name that's above every name. There's something about the name of Jesus. The believer ought to get sad about the name of Jesus because he was, it was his name. It was he that set you free. He's the one who shed his blood on Calvary for your sins and our sins. It was his name. It was him who done the work. It was him who was stretched wide on the cross. And said because he was faithful to the Father. And because he was obedient to the Father. The Father gave him a name that is above every name. The Bible said in his name, in Jesus, the, the fullness of God. The Godhead. That means the Father, the Son, and the Spirit of God. Was in Jesus. Glory to God. And then Jesus messed around, gave his name to his followers, his believers, the Christians. He gave you his name to rectify things on earth. In his name, you can change things in your life. He says in Mark 15, Mark 16, verse 15 to 18, go on to the world and preach the gospel. And all who believe should be saved. But those who don't believe should be condemned. But these are the signs should follow them who believe. He said, in my name, you should cast out demons. Glory to God. In my name, you should lay hands on the sick and they should recover. In my name, he gave disciples his name and we are his disciples. In his name you can raise the dead. Glory to God. In his name. This is names above everything. Glory to God. It's something about the name of Jesus getting me excited. Every believer ought to get excited by the name of Jesus. When somebody say Jesus, the believers ought to go in an uproar. They, they ought to get excited. Their spirit ought to jump. Glory to God. Elizabeth's spirit jumped when Mary came to visit Elizabeth. John the Baptist leaped inside. Because of the presence of Jesus. So you ought to get excited when someone say Jesus, you have to just try to feel because in this name everything that you're facing had to bow down to the name of Jesus. Amen. That's why we use this name. Glory to your name, Father. Thank you, my big elder brother, Jesus Christ, because he gave us the name. Glory to God. We love, we welcome you here to love and faith and healing ministry, amen. That the blessing of God will overtake you. That there's healing in this land, amen. We've been talking about the subject. We're going to 
In the name of the title has been Faith in God Made the Impossible Possible. Amen. Faith in God Made the Impossible Possible. Whatever it seems impossible in your life at this time, faith in God will make it possible. No matter what you're facing right now, whatever that you're going through or facing right now, faith in God will change your circumstances. If you got a circumstance you, you need help with, you ought to put your faith in God because faith in God made the impossible possible. Amen. Last week we, we talked about, <clears throat> let me rectify this because we need to go. Some things I want to go back over because faith in God made the impossible possible. In the Amplified Bibles, I, we talked about last week about Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 through 3. And I, I like to read it again for the listeners and for me also because faith come by hearing. Hearing by the word of God. You need to hear this over and over and over again. Amen. Amen. It says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, it says that now faith is the assurance. I'm, I ain't talking about insurance, but assurance means it must happen. It is agreed. Yes, it, assurance is guaranteed approval. Then it says the confirmation. But then go back, I tell you about the title D. Faith is your title D to the promises of God in your life. Really, you need to be saved. Faith in God will save you. When you trust God, it brings salvation to you. Because the Bible says in Romans 10, 8, one must believe in his heart and confess with his mouth. If you believe, that takes faith to believe. Faith is believing. Once you believe and confess it, Salvation is made known to you. You get salvation when you believe what Jesus has done on the cross. You believe it and say, Lord, save me. You say, Lord, I believe what you did on the cross. And you confess that your mouth. God come and save you. Faith is the title deed to your salvation. You cannot be saved unless you put your faith and trust in God. Amen. It says faith is the title deed of things we hope for. Being the proof of things. It is proof. Faith is proof of things we do not see in the conviction of the reality. Faith perceiving as the real fact what is not revealed to the senses. The natural man, I talk like we did, that the natural man live off his five senses. What he can see what he can hear and what he can feel what he can smell what he can touch faith is not a five senses the Bible says you cannot please God without faith you're not going to please God if, you, if you're going by your five senses I used to have a young man I used to have some brother tell me God gave every man five senses Yes, he did. He gave a man five cents, really six or seven. But your senses is not going to please God. How you feel is not going to move God in your life. 
And to come to, to a point in my life that God is even He's teaching me now. That I can't go about how I feel. If I go about how I feel, it's going to lead me exactly where how I feel. The people that Jesus wanted to heal in his own, own town, he would have heal all sickness and all diseases. But if you go by your feeling, oh, I'm, I'm hurting. I just can't believe God. Uh, this must be true. No, it's a fact, but it's not the truth. Fact is, yes, you hurt him. Fact yes, the doctor told that you might have cancer. But the truth is that by his stripes you was healed. That's the truth. You can't go by how you feel. How, how you feel is not true. It might be a fact or a condition or something that you, or experience or something that you went through. That's what that's called. But faith is not revealed through our senses. It's right here in the Bible. Faith is not revealed through our natural senses. Where we can build, touch, and see. The Bible said the things that are visible, I'm going to show you the next text. The things that are visible are not eternal. Amen. Glory to God. It says, for by faith and trust in the holy fervor born of faith, that the men of old had divine testimony born to them and sustained a good report. All those who the picture who had put their faith in God had a testimony. It, it wouldn't be called how, how they feel or what they can smell. Faith is not of the five senses. Faith is a different Faith is on a spiritual level. It's on a divine nature level. It's the supernatural things of God. Faith is your title deed. But it says in verse 3, it says, By faith, we understand that the worlds, Jupiter, Mars, even the sun, we talk about the sun, how God created the sun, the, the bigger light, and, and the smaller light, and all the stars. How God had created them for a specific purpose. Amen? He said, By faith, we understand that the world during the successful age were framed and fashioned, put in order, and equipped for the intended purpose by the Word of God, so that what we see was not made out of things which are visible. The Bible said to us, The things we see were not made by things that you can see. But everything you see came from the invisible world. That we cannot see with our naked eye, but we can see it with our spiritual eye. Yes, you have you had two sets of eyes. You had physical eyes that so you can see the physical things that are on the physical earth. But you have spiritual eyes that so you can see the things that are on the spirit. Amen. So the things that we see were not made by other physical things. Physical things cannot make physical things. Only spiritual things can make Visible physical things. Amen? You want me to prove it to you? When God created man, there was no man. Yes, he took the dust of the earth and formed a man body, but until God breathed into man, not then he became a living being. It is through the invisible things, the invisible world, the invisible God, that everything was created. The earth was without form, without a fashion. It had no form. It was void, the Bible says. 
But look, when God saw that he did it, God used two things. He used his word and his favor. God produced everything you see through his word and through his favor. That's how he created everything. He didn't create something out of nothing. He used his faith. Faith is a creative power that God has given the believer. I didn't say it again. Faith is your creative power to bring forth the things that God has for you. Faith is real. Faith is alive. It is a living instrument. It is a spiritual instrument. A powerful instrument. Instrument that bring forth the things of God in your life. Faith in God made this. I want you to see that because faith, in, faith is the title deed that bring forth the things that you need in your life. Amen. God uses His faith to create the world through His Word. Amen. And people say, "Well." That was God. He could do that. Jesus walked the earth, hit all over the stick, raised the dead. He said, Well, that was Jesus. But I want to show you that the same spirit of faith that was in God from the beginning when He created the earth and all the stars and moons and all the living people on the earth, you had the same faith. You had the same faith. I did you understand that you had the same faith that the Father had. You had the same faith that Jesus has. Turn your Bibles to 2 Corinthians 4 13. Second Corinthians. You gotta say amen. Second Corinthians chapter 4 verse 13 it says and since we have the same spirit of faith according to what is written I believe and therefore I spoke we also believe and therefore we speak the Bible clearly says that we had the same spirit of faith. The same spirit of faith that created the heavens and the earth. The same spirit was in Jesus. That's how he knew who he was. He had the same spirit. That's why Jesus walked on war. Because he had the same spirit of faith. The law of faith says... It's different from the other law. The law of faith supersedes natural laws. That's why, even though the law of gravity, the law of gravity said you can't walk on water and you'll fall down and sink. But the law of faith, the same spirit of faith that was in Jesus, when Jesus walked on water, he walked on water. Peter Begin to use the same spirit of faith. Now he, he said, he said, Lord, if, if, if command me to come out of the water. Peter got out the boat. The same spirit of faith. Peter began to walk on water. Why? Because he had the same spirit of faith. 
the spirit of faith supersedes any natural laws in your life. I don't care if the airplane was flying and it came down. Your faith can tell the airplane to come rise above and fly to the next landing place for the plane to land solid. Because faith supersedes the natural laws. It is the same spirit of faith. You had the same spirit of faith. You don't need more faith. You need to have revelation of what you do have. It's the same. You had the same spirit of faith. Say, I had the same spirit of faith God has. I had the faith to create the things in this world. Because God lives on the inside of me. God in your spirit are one. Yes, you got a body, but you have a spirit to rule you, and you and God are one. Y'all, the Bible says y'all are one. Y'all in the time so much together that you can't see the separation of it. And you can see the spirit. You and God are one. And then he gave you the same spirit of faith. And God spoke everything into this by his mouth. It was through his mouth that he created the world. By faith. The same spirit of faith. Amen. Glory to God. I'm, I'm, I want to show you another scripture. Talk to you. Tell you about the first John 5 and 4. Amen. Since you had the same spirit of faith. And since you know that faith is your title deed to everything. All the promises of God. You didn't know. I, 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 I had the faith. I had the same spirit of faith. So therefore that means I could say Believe and speak. He says in Mark, before we go there, before we go to 1 John 5 4, he says in Romans that believe in God, have faith in God. What do you say to this mountain? Be cast to see if you rule, it should do. He said, if you believe the thing you say, you should have whatever you say. That's the same spirit of faith. He would have told you that you could say to this mountain. Or you can say to this situation and speak to it and it should be removed. He didn't say use your hand. He was teaching Moses this powerful lesson. He was teaching Moses the spirit of faith. When, when he was out in the wilderness, he told, first he told Moses, spoke the rock with his rod. And he spoke it. Boom. And water came out of the rock. Now, my dad, God, the creator of life, says to this. He said, Moses, I'm trying to get you to another level. I'm trying to get you to, I'm trying to show you my true potential that I put in you, my servant. He said, now this time, don't smoke the rock, but speak to the rock. He said, but Moses wanted to be, became carnal minded, and hit the rock again. Because he didn't believe that he could speak to the rock and water come out, God said, because you didn't believe me, glory to God, because you didn't believe me, you won't walk to the promised land. In order for you to get to the promised land, you got to speak like God. You got to talk like God. If you don't speak like God or talk like God, if you don't use the same spirit of faith, which he told you that you had the same spirit of faith, he wanted more to speak to the rock. But he, see, when he used that rod, he, he, he knew it.
It might be a little godly, but it was a natural thing. He thought, well, I hit it hard enough. The water will come out. But God said, now I want you to speak to the rock. I want you to speak to the rock. And God said to his people today, quit talking about the rock, quit talking about the mountain, quit talking about the problem, and speak to it. If you don't speak to the rock, if you don't speak to the mountain, if you don't speak to the situation, you're going to stay in that situation. Because I have given you, you are a new species. And I have given you the same authority and power that I have gave my beloved son Jesus Christ. And I have gave you the same spirit. This is why the apostles in the, in the, in the, in the New Testament began to speak to things. With the mere people, it was sit by the, by the well. Then, Peter and John walked through. And Peter said, Seven gold I do not have, but what I do have. In the name of Jesus Nazareth, rise up and walk. He used the spirit of faith. He used his mouth. He used faith. He said, rise up and walk. And the Bible says the man gained strength in his leg and began to walk. He never walked in his life, but because he spoke faith, that the man got to walk. You had the same power. You had the same spirit. They said you the same spirit of faith. He said, speak to it. The church will stay stagnated if we stay carnal-minded. God is trying to, 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 to let the church know that they are supernatural species. That they are the most powerful thing upon the earth. Church, you need to realize that you are the most powerful thing in the earth. And he's giving you the same spirit of faith. Peter spoke to it. He told Moses to speak to the rock, but Moses hit the rock, spoke with the rod again. He said, because you believe that you, I said you can speak to the rock. And what kind of, you won't enter the promised land because your faith is not where I want to be. I'm trying to get you to, I'm trying to get the church, I'm trying to get the church to rise up like the sons of God. They talk about the apostles, they talk about the prophet, they talk about the evangelist, they talk about the pastor, it's the Bible making it for the training of the But the true manifestation, the true power that God has put in me is to be the sons of God and to operate like Jesus operate on the earth. Glory to God. I want you to turn your Bible to First John 5 4, please. First John chapter 5. It said I'm read verse 4. It started verse one, read verse three. Though it said, "For this is the love of God that we keep His commandments, and His commandments are not burdensome. For whatever is born of God, every believer who said Jesus, whatever, for, for, for whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world. I think." God said, whatever born of God will overcome the world. But it is our faith that overcomes the world. It is our faith that overcomes the world system, the Babylon system. It is our faith. When you're going through right now, you feel like you don't have enough. But God said, if you use your faith, you will overcome it. 
It is our faith that overcomes the world system. It is our faith that overcomes doubt. It is our faith that overcomes fear. It is our faith. It don't matter what the situation is. Your faith will overcome any circumstances in your life. It is our faith that overcomes the world. Not how you think, but your faith. Not much education you get, no matter what school you went to. He said, I, you can go to any college in the world you can go to. You can go to Harvard all you want to. But it's going to be some things in the world that you cannot overcome. And the only way you can overcome it is through faith. I don't care how much education you go to, you still going to have some problems. You still going to have some trial and tribulation. And it's only faith going to bring you through. Glory to God. You don't believe me? Ask Paul. Paul was a very well-educated man. He was, he was, he was, he, he, he's one of the best teachers that society that the world had provided. And yet Paul said, I count all that I learned brothers. That it mean no meaning. He said, I'd rather know the power of Jesus Christ, the power of his resurrection, than what I go to school for 20 years, Paul. He said, what I learned in Christ is more and more valuable than whatever school I go to. Glory to God. Glory to God. It's your faith that overcomes the world. Your faith. Put your faith to work. It's a living issue. You died it. He said you had the same spirit of faith that the Bob had when he created the heavens and the earth and everything in it. The same spirit of faith that Jesus used. The same spirit of faith that Paul used. Paul said, I saw him say it. I saw And I spoke it with him. So I'm whatever he speak, I'm gonna speak. Glory to God. The same spirit of faith. Faith in God makes the impossible possible. It is your faith that overcomes the world, amen. Now don't you turn your Bibles to Isaiah 54. Glory to God. I'm gonna read this out of I'm gonna read out of this out of the message Bible. But it, 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 it it's so powerful that it, it's gonna blow your mind. I'm going to tell you read out of the message about Isaiah 54, 11 through 17. I want you to hear what God says about you. This is the word of God for you. And I want you to, I'm, I'm going to read it to you. You might have had a message about but I want, I want you to read it. You, you can type in Google the message about Isaiah 54, 11 through 17. And it will show you this. He said, afflicted sits, storm and battle. City in destruction, in the wilderness, afflicted by the storms of life. He said, I'm about to reveal you. God said, even though the world tried to destroy you, even though Satan tried to destroy you, society tried to destroy you, he said, This time I'm about to build you. God said to you, I'm about to build you. He says, I'm about to reveal you with stones and turquoise. Lay your foundation with sapphire. Construct your towers with rubies. Your gates with jewels. That's the fine things in life. He said, he said, and your gates with jewels and all your wall with precious stone. All your children will have God for their teacher. Glory to God. What a mental for your children. He said, you'll be built solid. God is telling you, I'm, I'm going to build you solid. No matter what you went through, I'm going to build you solid. He said, he said, you will be built solid, grounded in righteousness, 
known that you're the righteousness of God and all the promises of God are yours because you are the righteousness of God because you believe God, you took God for his word. He said, you will be built solid and grounded in righteousness. Far from any trouble, glory to God. From any trouble, God said, for any trouble, nothing to fear. God said, there's nothing to fear in your life. What? He said, I will be no, Do not fear. Do not fear. You don't have to fear nothing. I'm talking about nothing. Watch this next verse. He ain't got fear of nothing. A believer ain't got nothing to fear. Nothing in this world can mess with you. Um, glory to God. He says, <laughs> He said, Far from any trouble, <laughs> nothing to fear. He said, Far from terror. I don't care if the terrorists come to attack the United States of, of, the United States of America. He said, Terror, you put your faith, put your faith to work. He said, Not in terrorism. Okay, they have many bombs they attacked. I don't care what they put in the letters to to put sickness on the same people. I'm telling you, if you put your faith in, no sickness come. No disease take you out of here. He said, even from terror, it won't even come close. It won't even come close. He said, it won't even come close. If you put your faith in God, I won't nothing in you. Not when you come close. Glory to God. <laughs> nothing will come close. He said, if, if anyone attacks you, don't for a moment suppose that I said that. If someone attacked you, don't think God said that. People say, well, God said that, but teach me that. God said, it's nothing that I sent to harm you. He said, don't think for a moment that I can't attack you. People around say, God did this to me. No, God is a good God, a loving God. He said, if this, he said, if anyone attacks you, don't for a moment suppose that I sit them. When people come to attack you on your job, at school, in the marketplace, it ain't from, it ain't from God. It's from the devil himself. And God has given you power of all of, the, of Hades and all the devils in this world. Amen? He said, and if, 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 listen to what he said. If any should attack Nothing will come of it. <laughs> they try to attack me with my job. God said nothing will come of it. Nothing will come of it. We will try to attack you. He said nothing will come. Even though they may try to attack you, it won't prosper. It will not come of it. Then he said, I created the blacksmith who filed up the forge. In other words, God said, I created the man. He gave man time to give to create guns and knives and nuclear weapons and nuclear bombs. I created them. But he says, this is what he says. I created the blacksmith who followed the forge and made a weapon designed to kill. They made and created guns. Grenade launchers, missile launchers, blacksmith. He said, it makes weapon design kill. But I also created to destroy the devil, the hurricanes, the tornadoes. Anything you could think that can destroy me. He said, I make weapon design kill. I also create to destroy. But no weapon. But no weapon that can hurt you has ever been forged. 
No weapon that ever been created can hurt you. Glory to God. You can tell a gun. Man come at you with a gun in his hand. Trying to kill you, you can say in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Glory to God. Because his name is above every name. And that gun got the power. And you use your faith and believe God what he said. And you can say, gun. In the name of Jesus, I command you to crumble and be disposed and destroyed. And the gun will crumble in that man or woman's hand and disappear. You say, preach, you going to fuck. Now, gun, I'm going to fuck. Commit the spirit of faith. He said, so forth. The same spirit of faith. Therefore, I spoke it. I speak it. Jesus spoke to the pig tree. He said, no one should eat a fruit from the elbow to the tree. Humble. It disappeared. The spirit of faith can say to that God, disappear. Glory to God. When I began to use my imagination, I began to use my thoughts. And God, because every weapon, I don't care the nuclear bomb. They can shoot a little nuclear bomb from Japan over to, to the United States of America. And you use your faith. And don't die, but use your faith. You can say, missile nuclear weapon. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, decease. Be cremated. And the little boy has to cease. No weapon ever been formed. Just what he said his word. Do we believe what he says? He said no weapon ever formed by a black man, even to destroy. They can destroy worlds. cannot hinder you. If you put your faith. Faith in God make it impossible, possible. You don't have to worry about nothing, Reed. You don't have to worry about nothing, you want. You don't even worry about it because no weapon ever been born can hurt you. Glory to God. You have somebody ought to praise God. Somebody ought to get excited and begin to praise God because no weapon that ever been born created can hurt you. Glory to God. I don't know about you, that's powerful and good news. No women. You believe me? Jesus, I'll give you some examples. Turn your Bibles to Daniel chapter 6. Amen. God is true to his word. God is true to his word. Some people in the Bible believe to God for his word. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. You're awesome, God. Lord, you're so awesome. You're so awesome, Lord. Would you turn your Bible? Decree out that any man who don't do this 
We put in lines there. And Daniel used this paper. He didn't hide. I'll show you something. And when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home. In his upper room with his window open, Faith, he ain't got to hide. Even though they made a decree that they're going to put you in a place that they're going to probably kill you, Daniel said, I'm going to open my door. I'm going to open my window up. And then you see that I'm going to pray to my God. Because my favorite is God. My faith is not in me. My faith is not in that animal. But my faith is in the living God. And I'll open up my windows and show you that if I pray, I'll pray to God when I get ready. And that's why I build my job. I praise God wherever I praise God. I'm going to pray to God whenever I want to pray, pray to God. I'm going to sing glory to God. I don't care who says something. I'm going to sing it because I don't care what you say. You are not going to hinder me for worshiping the true living God. And David said, this is, what I'm, this, is what David, this is what David was saying. He said, he kneeled down on his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before God, as was his custom since early days. He didn't change the way because a man threatened me. I don't care what a man threatened you. Remember, no weapon that ever been formed from a blacksmith or anything can hit you. Did this. The man sent it down that Daniel praying and made supplication for his God. They went for the king and spoke concerning the king's decree. Have you not signed a decree that every man who petitioned any god or man within 30 days except your king should be cast into the dens of lions? And the king answered and said, The thing is true. According to the law of the Medes and Persians, which does not alter. This law did not alter. This, he, he made a promise. It was a natural law that the king made and said, if you don't do it, I'm going to put you in lines then. But the law of faith supersedes natural laws. So they answered and said, before the king, did Daniel, who is one of the captains from Judas, does not show due regard for you. He don't show you no respect, O king. Or for the decree that you had signed, but make his petition three times a day. And the king, when he heard this word, was greatly displeased with himself. And set a heart on Daniel to deliver him, and led it to the going down of the sun to deliver him. These things the man approached the king and said to the king, No, O king, that is the law of the Medes and Persians, that no decree or statute which the king established may be changed. He said, No man can change this king. You got to go and put Daniel in the lines there. <laughs> Glory to God. Verse 16 says, So the king gave the command, they brought Daniel and cast him into the dens of lions. But the king spoke, saying to Daniel, Your God whom you serve, continue, and he will deliver you. Then a stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den. Not only did they put him in the lines there, but they secured the door. That Daniel couldn't use any natural strength, or no other man could help him, one man could help him get out of the glass den. It was an impossible situation for God. Baby, God made the impossible possible. Amen. He said, Then the stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet ring, and with the signals of his lords and the purpose concerning Daniel might not be changed. That the purpose concerning Daniel might not be changed. And the Bible said, Now the king went to his palace and spent the night fasting, and no position was brought before him. Also, his sleep went from him. He couldn't sleep. He was restless. 
Anytime you put the, the man of God or child of God in jeopardy, you ought to not be able to sleep. Then the king rose early in the morning and went into haste to the den of the lion. And when he came to the to the den, he cried out with lamented voice to Daniel. The king spoke, saying to Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God whom you serve continued been able to deliver you from the lion? Then Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. My God, my God, has sent his angels and shut the lion's mouth so they have no, they, so they have not hurt me because I was found innocent before him. And also, O king, I had done no wrong before you. And the king was a seen glad for him and commanded that they should take Daniel up and out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den and with no injury. Whatever was found over him because he believed in his God. They said to the lion there, the lion was hungry. There was a hunk, he was inside. He was still alive on TV. Attacks up. He got prayed in front of him and nothing stopped him. But faith in God. Then they put his faith in God. And that God sent forth his angel. And the lion mouth shut. He was looking at Daniel, wanted to eat Daniel, but he couldn't. Because no weapon <laughs> that ever been born. He said, I created the blacksmith, I created the destroyer, but no weapon ever been born will hurt you. Glory to God. You see it right there. The, the Daniel was in an impossible situation. But he put his faith in God. I said, I'm going to pray to God, no king. No man will stop me from praying. And he put his faith in God. See what God did? He shut the lion's mouth. And the lion couldn't eat him. Faith in God made the impossible possible. Amen. The three Hebrew boys turn your Bible to James chapter 3. Glory to God. Daniel chapter 3. You got to say amen. Daniel chapter 3 starting in verse 5. It says. Then a herald cried out to you in his command, O people of nation and language, that is the time you hear the sound of the horn and the flute. Let me show you one right thing. Yes, 513. He says, That the time you hear the sound of the horn, flutes and the harp and loud and foster, and with all kinds of music, you should fall down and worship the golden image. The king that chatted that has set up, and whoever does not fall down and worship should be cast immediately into the midst of the burning sparks. So at the, so at that time when all the people heard the sound of the horn, blew hard and loud and simply with all kind of all the people, nations and language fell down and worshiped the gold image with King Natalia that has set up. He said people from all nations, all languages fell down. But it was three boys, God, who had a faith in God. 
who then bowed down to the king request. He said, therefore, at a certain time, Chaldean came forward and accused the Jews. They spoke and said to King, king Nazareth, O king, live forever. You, O king, have made a decree that everyone who hear the sound of the horn, flute, horn, and loud pasta, and symphony with all kinds of music, should fall down and worship the golden image. And who does not fall down and worship should be cast into the, the midst of the burning furnace, in the fiery furnace. There are certain Jews who you said over the affairs of the providence of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have not paid due regard to you. They do not serve your God or worship the golden image which you have set up. Then Natalia in his rage and fury gave command to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. To brought these men before the king that Chazadah spoke, said to them, It is true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do, you do not serve my God or worship the golden image which I have set up. And if you are ready to, at that time, you hear the sound of the horn and flute, they try to give him another try. So now if you are ready at this time, you hear the sound of, of the horn and flute and the harp and the positive the symphony with all the kinds of music. You fall down and worship the image which I had made. Good, but if you do not worship, you should be cast immediately into the midst of the burnings, fire furnace. And who is who is the God who delivered you from my hand? He, this king thought that you want I made the you're gonna do what I say do. I'm gonna give you another try. If you don't do it, I'm gonna send you immediately to the, the burning spring spot. And Shadrach Meshach and Abednego answered and said to the king, Oh now Chadrach, we had no need to answer you in this matter. <laughs> if this is the case, our God who we serve is able to deliver us from the burning furnace furnace. He will deliver us from your hand, O king. But if he, if not, let it be known to you, O king. Bow down to no man to go against against your prayer in time of God. I don't care who it is. But if not, let it be known to you, O King, that we do not serve your cause. No, we worship the golden image which you have set up. Glory to God. Then Chadrach was full of fury and expression of his face, chained towards Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He spoke and commanded that they heat up the furnace seven times more than it was usually heated. That's how it is, man. When certain people, when, when you don't bow down to them, you don't bow down, and if you believe and trust God, they get furious and mad and say, I'm going to do something to you. I'm going to show you who I am, but I'm going to I'm gonna show you who I am. But they don't, they don't realize that the people are about to show them who the God they serve, who he is. <laughs> and he commanded certain mighty men of the who were in his armor to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them to the burning furnace. Then these men was bound in their coats and their trousers and their turbans and their other garments were cast into the midst of the burning furnace, fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king commanded was urgent and the furnace was seen hot, the flame of the fire killed those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego fell down, bound in the midst of the burning, fiery furnace, and the king and brother were stunned, and he rose up in haste, and he spoke to the counselor, did we not cast three men bound to the midst of the fire? They answered and said to king, true O king, look, he answered, I see a fourth man loose walking in the midst of fire, and they are not hurt in front of in, in the form of their forefathers is like the Son of God. 
And he tells that went near the mouth of the burning furnace. And he spoke, saying, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out. Come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came from the midst of the fire. And they sat trying to ministry the governors and the kings and counselors gathered together. And they saw these men who the body of the fire had no power. The hair of the head was not seen. Mixed. Seen, nor were their garments affected, and the smell of the fire was not on them. The king were fierce at them because they wouldn't bow down and worship. Because they had a faith in God. Remember that no weapon that's ever been created by man, by the blacksmith or the destroyer, would not hurt you if you put your faith in God. The people will put their faith in God. Even though they were sunk to to be cremated, they was on a road to be cremated. But they had faith in God, and the man who threw him in the fire was cremated. But three three men who had the same spirit of faith, he said, "We would not bow down. <laughs> we would worship our God, who would deliver us." And he delivered them because they used their faith. They trusted God. If they had all their trials on, all their clothes and stuff, they came out not burnt. Nothing burnt. They didn't smell like smoke. Glory to God. That's what he tell you. God had no respect of person. What he did for the three he rewards, he'd do for you. That's why the word is true. No weapon ever formed against you should prosper. I don't care who. Whatever weapon that ever been created will not hurt you. And you put your faith in God. Faith in God makes the impossible possible. Amen. Glory to God. David and Goliath. Goliath was the enemy of the Israelite army. He stood out bold. Goliath did. He told the Israelite, Did any one of you come face me? If you win, you take our army, the Philistine army. But if I lose, I'm going to take you on your understand? Everybody was, was scared. Did everybody want to come and face this giant? Goliath, everyone feel Goliath. But a little shepherd boy, who was anointed king, who had the Spirit of God upon him. Not only did the believer had the Spirit of God upon him, but he had the Spirit of God in here. Glory to God. You had the same Spirit of faith. Remember, you had the same Spirit of faith. And David went out, he said, to, he said to his brother, this is what you doing here. David, go back. He ain't a place being here. We the true way. We got a big problem. We got a giant that we trying to take. Ain't nobody ready to take him. Even the king won't go and fight him. He said, what would I get if I take this little stick giant down? They told him. Then went to King Saul. King Saul tried to get him his armor. And then he went to fight. He said, I can't wear this arm. Because man arm will not protect you like the arm of God. When you put your faith, James said, I can't wear it. I can't wear it. It's too much weight for me. I can't move. He said, well, one thing I do here, I have faith in God. I saw God use me to destroy, take a bear. I took a bear by my bare hand and tore him in half. I took a lion by my bare hand and I tore him in half. He said, I had the faith. I had the anointing of God upon my life. He said, the same thing that I did to the bear and the lion, the same thing I'm going to do to this uncircumcised Philistine, Goliath. They didn't believe David. 
And he went to face Goliath. Goliath looked at him and said, you little small frame boy. <laughs> he laughed at him. You gonna come against me? Goliath made a statement. And David made his statement of faith. David killed Goliath before he ever used the rock. He told Goliath, you uncircumcised Philistine. I'm going to take you down, in my word, and I'm going to cut your neck off, your head off, and I'm going to feed you to the foul of the earth. This day. And then when I get through cutting your head off, I'm going to take your army and feed it to the cops. Spirit of faith. He spoke the word. He spoke faith. And you speak faith, the same spirit of faith. He spoke to the situation. David spoke to the situation. He spoke to Goliath. And he got the slain, the slingshot, he threw the stone. And knocked Goliath down. Then he took a knife, he took Goliath's own knife and sword and cut his head off and hung it up to the people. The people looked at David. Who is this young man? Who is this man with no stature size? But he didn't look like a man who would destroy a giant. But it ain't the size of a man. But what's in the man. And David had faith in God. And he had the spirit of faith. And he spoke to that uncircumcised giant Philistine. And told him, this day I'm going to cut your head off. And he did everything that David spoke. Take it past that day. The same spirit of faith. No weapon that ever been formed could have messed with God or anointed people if you put your faith in God. Glory to God. The faith of God made the impossible possible. Peter was on death row. They come in, Peter, we don't want you preaching no more. It's in Acts chapter 12, verse 5 and 17, for the hearers who want to look at it. But Peter was in prison. The next day, they had to tell the other disciples. The next day they were planning to put Peter was on death row. And the, the Bible said that the church was praying. And Peter was in locked up, sleep in prison, knowing that he was on death row. Knowing tomorrow might be his last day. But when you're in faith, you can rest. When you're in faith, you can rest. Peter the only way to make the Stephen said, Well, we're going to kill you tomorrow. And you can go to sleep. Only man faith can go to sleep, knowing that tomorrow he's going to be beheaded. He went to sleep. And the Bible says the church continued to pray. And the angel of the Lord came in the jail cell and opened up the jail cell and touched Peter on the side. Get up, Peter. He, Peter thought he was in a daydream. He took Peter. He walked Peter out of jail. Walked him out the gates. Took him, took him out the gate. And Peter said, That must be God. He been set free. Peter went to the church and knocked on the door. And the other answered. He said, Who is it? He said, It's Peter. She was so astonished about it. Then she ran back and told the people of the church, Peter's out there. They like, quit lying. Peter out there. 
They didn't believe what they were praying for. But it doesn't matter. Peter had his faith. And God lived out of the, out of death row. Faith in God made the impossible. You don't like to be worried about what people can do to you. Because no weapon ever been born can hurt you. I don't care what it is. No weapon reached you. I just gave you four examples with the word of God that is proof in the pudding. Did you put your faith in God? Nothing can stop you. No weapon ever been formed can hurt you. I don't care if you get all eight billion people with nuclear weapons, missiles, they gone, and they shoot at you, you have your faith in God, those missiles and bombs will disappear. Will nothing hurt you. Because your faith in God. For the Bible says, it's God is false who can be against us. Amen? Glory to God. I'm coming to the end of my message. I want you to know, faith in God makes the impossible possible. Jesus fed 5,000 men plus women and children with just with two fish and five loaves of bread. Faith in God makes the impossible possible. Put your faith in God and nothing can hinder you. I don't care who it is who come against you. I don't care. No one can come against you because you're a child of God. And you put your faith in God. But you have to put your faith to work. You have to believe God like the Hebrew boys. You have to believe God like then you believe God. Because they put their faith in God. Well, nothing of them touch you. There's no harm come their way. Because their faith was in God. Faith in God makes the impossible possible. Amen. Glory to God. Peace out. Love and faith. Healing ministry. Amen. May the peace of God be with you. Amen.